The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. G'day, g'day guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my favorite person and yours, Paul Michael Bolin. And Paul and I were having a fun conversation about the Paris Summit. I know we've gotten a bunch of e-texts, emails and tweets and things about that. So um, we're going to take this head on, the Kathy Kathy Griffin thing head on. And we'd kind of like to stay in the realm of Hollywood. This show has never been political. I don't know why you're all are doing this to us. What do you think, Paul? We're kind of doing it to ourselves, too. But, you know, I mean, hey, uh, yeah. he was a reality show star. So. Yeah, it's, it's, it's true. It's true. It's fair. Yeah. <laughs> it's fair. Um, and it's an easy thing to argue about in this time, you know. It, I, I guess it is. Um, as you for can the buy stock in arguing. Wow. You know. <laughs> Uh, as for the Paris summit, I think he's an asshole for stepping out. I think the global reaction has been fair. It's a non-binding. For those that don't know, I'm going to do a quick catch-up on what the Paris summit was and what the Paris deal was. Mm-hmm. It is a non-binding deal that was meant as a global guideline to encourage everyone to reduce emissions and the greenhouse effect globally. The only three countries that are not involved now are Syria, who's in the middle of a civil war, Nicaragua, who did not feel it went far enough because it was non-binding. They refused to sign until it was binding. And now the United States of America. So anyone saying that this is, you know, going to stop us from having to do anything, we didn't have to do anything. It was simply a global pledge. And it, that was it. Except for the funding part, and that's, I think, was really what killed it. Apparently, um, we were on the hook for a third of the funding, even though, like, 200 freaking countries are involved in this. Um, yeah, we're, but we're also, we're only, everyone's funding was based on the amount of emissions they've caused. So, America is the second mm. largest polluter, but we've been the longest polluter for the longest time. And the money does not come from the government. That was one of the things, if you guys read it. The money does not come from the government. It's how much is going to be put in to private enterprise and green jobs. Um, Walmart is now talking out against this. Chevron is now talking out. I mean, even these massive companies are now angry we've left this because green jobs are a huge source of revenue and America is losing out. The president of France just said any American scientist who is going to lose funding over this is welcome to come to France and they'll be given funding. So where was the Uh, money coming from? uh, Private companies like Tesla, which belongs to Elon Musk, and we'll go there in a sec, um, and things like that, how much we're putting in. It's not going into a global pot to be divided. The technologies are divided, but every country is pledging to put this much towards their own. So, for example, China uh, has a little more room because they're much more heavily coal-based than we are. 
So we are expected to limit more because we have more green options, but we are supposed to share those green options, our plans for green options with those even countries. even we have more nuclear options because that's Yes, that's, uh, and nuclear is neutral. clean energy. So, yeah. And nuclear is clean energy. I know that's very unpopular well, you know, to say. It's clean in the environmental sense. In the air and but, carbon and that kind of sense. As far but as even nuclear, nuclear was part of clean, this. But, and nuclear yeah. was part of this. This is part of the Clean Energy Act. So the deal was um, that people like Elon Musk, Elon Musk gave the design for his Tesla away for free. Anyone wants A it, it's online. My God, yep. good for him. Everything's for free. Like, and so the deal was we are supposed to give up our windmill designs. Everyone's supposed to share their green energy techniques. That's what they're talking about when they're talking about the money. So it's really, it's a really bizarre and everything is optional, meaning it's a pledge, not a law, not a deal, not a pact. It's simply we're going to do this if we can. So it was completely non-binding and to step out of it, it not only takes America back a step, but I'm going to quote John Kerry here and I'm going to quote, I love that John Kerry and Mitt Romney are on the same page. Both of them have said this steps America back from being a global leader. Because America well, yeah, that, was... That I'll completely agree with. Um, because this is one of the things that America was at the forefront. Now, right. Europe has turned to China, and they are doing separate packs that do not include America to share energy, to share clean air, like to share these things that yeah, America is they, now not we, we just, We're going to start selling coal to them on a massive scale. Uh, we, we are, and... Sure. Um, it's, but it uh, long-term destroys the job market. And Arnold Schwarzenegger, a diehard Republican, put out a video. You guys can find it on Facebook. I would he went, a diehard. Okay. Yeah. Well, he put out a, uh, a, some statistics that I double-checked, and he is telling the truth on the death rate from pollution in the United States. So people are literally dying because of these pollutants. Part of Elon Musk's deal going into the White House was that um, Donald Trump stay in the Paris deal. He agreed to go on the advisory commission if that happened. He resigned and the former CEO of Walt Disney resigned because he withdrew from the Paris Pact. Donald Trump has now managed to turn both Democrats and Republicans against him because a lot of Republicans are reliant mm -hmm. on companies that are now very angry. A lot of Democrats are reliant on companies like Walmart, like Chevron, that are now very right. angry. But so, remember, when he, when he was elected, he had both Democrats and Republicans against him and has had that every step of the freaking way. Well, this is bizarre. And, um, this yeah, this is a new level of bizarre. This is a new level of bizarre. The Russian thing is terrible. Everything that's gone on is terrible. I think we should just cancel it, put Mitt Romney in the White House, then everyone's happy. We've got a Republican, but at least we've got a real politician. Let's put in John McCain. I like him better. Um <laughs> Uh, it's better than Trump. Look, where we are now, I know everyone oh. wanted to shake it up with Trump, but the global cost... No, and McCain's now a Hillary Clinton now, as far as the war policy goes. So I, I'll, I'll give you that. I can't get behind he, that. I don't care who we put in there, I just want a real politician. And personally, you know, I, I'm furious at Ivana, Ivanka Trump. Absolutely furious sure. at her. Um, over this entire situation, she's being used as a PR tactic to soften the look of her father's edges. Well, she, she, already, she stated in the past that she was against him pulling out of this agreement. She, she absolutely has, but she uh -huh. is also not speaking out against him. 
and it's come well, to no, a point... Well, no, at the end of the day, you know, she's an advisor, so... I, I understand, but even his advisors that disagreed with this have stepped forward and said, you know, and spoken out against him. So, this this has kind of come down to she's not speaking out. Planned Parenthood's being cut substantially now. Um, the The birth control pill option is being taken out of the medical option. Women's reproductive rights have become a serious problem. The the entire situation. I'm I'm going off track. This is all personal. This isn't what we agreed to talk about. I said we talk about the uh, Paris summit. Um, I'm I'm angry about the whole thing. But the reality of the Paris summit is whether you're a Democrat or a Republican. Um, over 71 percent of the American population is currently in favor of staying in this. Donald Trump used. Uh, I'm going to quote um, a brilliant, brilliant legal mind when I say this. Uh, Miss Wasser, and she said he used a cheap negotiating tactic that is used in real estate mm-hmm. and would never work in politics, which is the take it off the table. He pulled out, said, we're leaving. Then he turned around to France and to Germany and said, I'll come back if we can renegotiate. And they basically said, fuck you. Um, and that's that's what he has yeah. done here. This, and this, is, this is entirely his inexperience of politics. Is, I mean, yep. in his books, he's like, say, if you want the if you want the street lamp, ask for the moon, and that's apparently Definitely. something that he's words he's lived by for his entire world. So, I mean, that's why I think when he puts out that uh, the budget, which slashes just everything, including things that he said he wouldn't touch when he was on the campaign trail, I'm like, he's hoping. I really hope back. this is him asking for the moon and expecting I... the street light. I hope so, but what he's done in the Paris summit is has really taken America back to a place that I hope our next president can get us away from. Uh, Joe Biden, you better be listening. Yeah. Bernie Sanders, you better be listening. No. Elizabeth no. Warren, you better be listening. Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard, uh, 2020. Fine. I don't care. Give me a libertarian. I don't care who you give me. Give me not She's Donald Trump. I miss, I miss Bush. I miss Bush. This is how bad it is. All right. So we handled the Paris summit, guys. For those of you that wanted the sum up, that's what it is. And for those of you that wrote in and say you want to know how Hollywood feels, um, Hollywood's basically full of Democrats, Republicans, Libertarians, and half of us are in the Green Party. So, of course, we don't like it. That's a dumb question. (laughs) vehemently hate Trump. Well, now, now that he's not getting his ratings. Uh... No, I, I don't think so. I think he's kind of crossed with the Kathy Griffin thing. His entire family going after her, I think, has crossed a serious line. Um, and uh, I think he's kind of well, even Chelsea him. Clinton said she screwed up. It's not and a she matter did that of on the screwed view up. Next to Joy Behar, who agreed with her. Oh, I think she screwed up. But oh, yeah, no, no. Uh, Donald a, Trump Jr. called her and got her fired from CNN. Uh, and yes, to our listeners out there, I do watch the View on a regular basis. Uh, but Whoopi had the best analogy, which is we're comedians. We step in it. I've stepped in it. She stepped in it. We'll step in it again. Here we go. It, we all step in it, but you don't mm-hmm. use the power of the presidency to go after a comedian. You don't have to like it. She apologized. She did the wrong thing. She acknowledges she did. It's not about whether it was right or wrong. It's the level of retaliation from the highest office on earth. I've only seen his tweet about how it was. Uh, oh no 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 no! He's he put together. There is a Secret Service investigation. For those of you right. that haven't which, seen which it, which happens go, every time, even when uh, Ted Nugent. It, it, 
No, there was oh. no Secret Service in, in, uh, in, uh, investigation when Ted Nugent uh, oh, no, no, lynched was. and there, burned there an effigy. There absolutely was. Uh-huh. Well, talk about it. There, there, I'll, I'll, pull, I'll send it. When uh, Barack Obama was burned in effigy after being lynched by Ted Nugent, he got a statement. That's not what Ted did. That's somebody no, that else. Was, that, that's a combination of two. He, came, he, he went out he on stage with the guns. He did not hang anybody in effigy. He told, uh, he told Obama he could suck on his machine gun. Yeah. yeah. That was, and that was fine. But what I'm, what I'm saying no, is... No, that wasn't fine. And I'm, and I'm a big Ted guy, so... Uh, hang on. I think it's fine. Meaning that you can say it, but there wasn't the backlash. Oh, there was backlash on Ted, yeah. Not to the degree that's happening with Kathy Griffin. Well, he yeah, because fired. he's basically playing he to people who have met, who uh, most of the, most of the time his concerts are filled with people in magna hats. And I I get that. I'm I'm just saying it's one thing for Twitter to have bitten her head off. She put in her apology, but mm-hmm. she is getting more backlash for this than Donald Trump did for grab them by the pussy. And. Mm-hmm. For those of you that haven't seen her press conference, please see it. Because I'm, I'm going to quote someone here. Is uh, that the one with Gloria Albright? Pardon? Is that the one with Gloria Albright, I think it was her name? No, Lisa. Um, give me a second. I'll find out the name of her attorney. Kathy Griffin's attorney, please, uh, Lex. So the, the reality is, whether you agree with it or don't, she has been fired. She has been attacked to a degree that comedians don't get attacked. We slammed Bush. Jesus, if you got in that much trouble, look at what Bill Maher alone did to George W. Bush. Look at mm-hmm. what half of the comedians ever did over the Monica Lewinsky, Bill Clinton thing. Comedians can step in it and they can go too far, but you cannot attack over it. One, it's a, it's a First Amendment issue. Two, the president has no right to use his office to go after entertainers. And I loved what she said in her press conference. She said, I'm only going to go after him harder now. So he, he definitely didn't get her to back down. Uh, and Lisa Bloom, her attorney, and she's also being represented. She has a criminal attorney, a civil attorney, And the reason she needs this is because of everything that's going on. Now, nobody believes that the 56-year-old, 110-pound Kathy Griffin is going to assassinate Donald Trump. That's just stupid. Right, which is why she's not going to be arrested. Of course not. But the fact that she has lost the job she has, she's a fucking comedian. And Dimitri Gorin, who represented uh, during the People vs. Larry Flint. I don't like Larry Flint, but I agreed with that outcome. It comes down to this. Mm-hmm. Free speech and satire is a matter of belief. Do, does anyone, and I'm asking you before we go to break, does anyone genuinely believe that Kathy Griffin is going to kill the President of the United States? That's, that's where the line is. I'm well, so yeah, Kelly. absolutely. I mean, she, she's, uh, uh, what she did was definitely covered by free speech uh, because she didn't, uh, it, it's really a gray area. Uh, but it, and it was a horrible taste. Oh God, no one said it was good and no one said Mm. it was a good idea, but you're allowed to be stupid. That's what's great about this country. Mm -hmm. We have an asshole in office who says whatever comes to his mind 
and isn't I, in prison. I, I, for I'm not going to agree, disagree with our Kofefe president. Yes. But the thing is, he is not allowing the same freedom of speech to cover people that he expects for himself. And you can't use the office to attack. You can't. That is the one thing. And that's, I got to go with George W. here. When I'm holding W up as a sign of class, there's a serious problem. Um, no, I, I actually don't mind W. But when you have W taking these jokes better, you have Trump who refused to show up at the White House Correspondents' Dinner and none of his staff would. You've got him attacking the media and now going after comedians. This is too far. This is censorship. We don't well, live as long in as Russia. He, and again, this is, this is also uh, part of the gray area. As long as he's saying uh, Kathy needs to be fired from jobs, which yes. I haven't seen him say that. If I, he has I will that, put that, them, that's, I, that's I will put them up liable, and you should be able to sue the shit out of him for that. She, you can't. You cannot sue a sitting president. That was why his um, uh, issues with the Trump school was stopped. That's a big problem. He's also got the right to stop uh, Comey from from testifying. So the, really, it's very, very gray here, but he's the only president that has ever done this. We've had some shits like Nixon that haven't even done this. Um, so well, Luckily, Nixon didn't have a Twitter account. No, we're really lucky with that one, especially with all the racist crap he said and we found the records of in the office. Um so where we are, and, and I hate to say it, is a pretty simple place. We have a president attacking free speech in the media. This isn't Russia where you can put Pussy Riot in jail. So what he's doing instead is attacking. And if she had big enough companies behind her or studios behind her, he wouldn't be attacking. Well, she had CNN behind her but, CN- no, uh, CNN until dropped the other day. The thing is, she only she had an ongoing gig. She wasn't under their contract. She wasn't. She didn't belong to them. It's not like he went after Whoopi Goldberg. It really, it really comes down to he chose. And she's, you know, she makes the joke life on the D list, but she is a B list celebrity. I love Kathy Griffin, but she is a B list celebrity, and her jokes are not for everyone. No, um, no, no. I mean, I'm, I'm all for comedians who take the piss out of celebrities. I mean, that's kind of what we do here. Uh, so, and that's it. We're in the same. We're kind of in the same league. And that's and that's exactly it. So, no, I think her. I think her post was in bad taste. But it doesn't matter what I think. You know, it's. I think I'm going to quote Bill Maher here, and it was Bill Maher quoting uh, George Carlin. And Bill Maher said after Jerry Seinfeld was censured by a college student over being too subversive, because some fucking how Jerry Seinfeld is too subversive. Figure yeah, that one out. Yeah, he's always been the edgy guy. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. So a college student made a crack and wrote a very cold letter to Jerry Seinfeld telling him he didn't, you know, need to um, go racial with his jokes. And. Bill Maher got a hold of this letter and he said, since the greatest comedian of all time, the late great George Carlin is not here to respond, I am going to respond on behalf of the late great George Carlin. He said, "Hum, dear you little shit, how dare you lecture a comedian on comedy? If you don't like it, get the fuck out. I have to agree. I don't like that picture. 
I agree too. We, facts don't care about anyone's feelings, and it, and we don't really have any sort of. There isn't any sort of constitutional right to protect people's feelings. And there shouldn't be. People piss me off all the time. There's a lot of comedy I don't find funny. And there's a lot of comedy I find funny that lots of people won't. But the Mm -hmm. reality is, the argument isn't whether it was in bad taste. Of course it was in bad taste. Yeah, nobody's arguing when freaking Joy Behar and Chelsea Clinton both agreed that that was screwed. That what Jazzy did was messed up. That's saying something. But it's her right to do it. Yep, she stepped in it. You, You can't censor and you cannot go after people's jobs. Thus far, over Trump, we have people, we have Billy Bush losing his job, but Trump got the presidency. The reality is this guy is fucking Teflon. Like, I, I want to rename him the Teflon Don. Basically, um, basically. This, but, I mean, part of that was because Hillary Clinton was so horrible. And that's it. But Hillary Clinton's not the president. And if she nope. was and somebody did this, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer in... I may not agree with what you say, but I will defend to my death your right to say it. Mm-hmm. I do believe that. And anyone in entertainment and media believes that. Because they're not always going to like it. Some people don't like this show. And if you guys mm-hmm. don't, I'm really sorry. Just send me a letter and we'll send you a present. But Ro- Ro, would you, should we have gone to break already? Uh, we probably should have. I think we've skipped <laughs> the break. Sorry. <laughs> um, but... We do need to go to break because we need to get um, Dr. Russ on. Oh, my God. We'll talk about this at the end of the show. Guys, uh, we're going to need to welcome on Dr. Russ. Matt, is Dr. Russ there? I'm sorry. I'm talking to my producer. Oh, he hasn't called. Okay. So, Dr. Russ hasn't called in. Would you write us when Dr. Russ calls in? Thank you. So, guys, sorry about that. I'm, like, talking to my producer here while we go on. Um, Sorry we skipped the break, but, yeah, it's... It's very hard in entertainment and for entertainers, and I know how I feel, and I'm sure Paul feels very much the same way. Um, We don't always like each other's work, but I respect everyone's right to do it. I don't like all comedy, but everyone has the right to be funny in their own way. Your thoughts, Paul? Mm, No, no, that's how it works. You know, I just, I would just, like, what if this was Larry the Cable Guy holding up the head of Obama? And that's always what, I, that's the rule that I, I look at. What, what, what would this look like if the shoe was on the other foot? And I think people exactly. would go even more nuts for that. I don't think people would go more nuts. And this is something you know, I'm going to say. They would pull the They would do every. It would be, Absolutely. It would end, end in, it, and Larry's Abs- not even interested in doing anything like this as far of as I know. Course. No, no, no. He's, he's a great, he's a great guy. Um, but mm-hmm. all, all joking aside, um, no, he's not interested in doing that. But it doesn't matter if he is. It's whether you agree or don't agree, the public's opinion, if the public gets mad at her, fine. She's an entertainer. The public gets mad at me once a week. Um, and I'm not an entertainer. I'm a film executive. I'm sure Paul has gotten in trouble with critics. I know I have. Let's not even look at what's on Rotten Tomatoes for me. Oh, I've stepped in it. Yep. But people in government do not have the right to go after people that are pulling satire after them. They don't. Under any circumstances. 
and there is no gray area there. It, no, I, don't I, agree. Care if, I don't care if it's porn. I don't care, you know, go back to the people versus Larry Flint. I don't care what it is. It just comes down to I have the right to say it, share it, and share it as long as it is not illegal. Words to live by. And, but so does she, which, mm-hmm. you know, we, we all have that right. Um, I believe Dr. Russ is on. G'day, Dr. Russ. Welcome to the show. Hello, Summer. Long time no speak. <laughs> Long time no You're speak. Back. I, I'm back. I'm back from Comic-Con. Good deal. Can you hear Summer? I can Hello? hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I apologize. Uh, i having some phone problems. Uh, but uh, it's, it's nice to be back. Um, and I hope all went well the last two weeks for you. And uh, Everything went great until everyone went nuts in the Twitter sphere over Kathy Griffin. I think that was kind of what Paul and I were addressing. So up yeah, until that sorry moment, to have you on so right. late. We went full, full court Kofefe uh, here. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> And then I got to see my friend Danny Trejo, so I guess it counts as a real event because Danny Trejo was there. Um, But yeah, it was wonderful, and we missed you, and we had some questions and some write-ins for you. Okay, good. Okay. I haven't been forgotten. (laughs) You haven't, and I have a lot of questions. Um, Three specifically we're going to go over this week. And we chose, I think Alexis chose uh, the most articulate ones because the one I found last week was not articulate, so I like this. Does an excessive amount of cortisol cause weight gain or, in my my case, prohibit weight loss? Ling in Los Angeles, California. Uh, That's an interesting question. Uh, uh, Cortisol level uh, uh, can be caused by a variety of uh, problems, uh, elevated uh, cortisol. Uh, cortisol is the, uh, if people don't know, your listeners, it's the, it's the premier anti-inflammatory hormone in the body. And uh, it's, it's produced uh, in the adrenal glands, those are the little glands that ride on top of the kidneys. And uh, uh, the release of the hormone is stimulated by the pituitary gland. That's at the base of the brain. And that takes place via a different hormone, uh, ACTH. Now, stress factors are what really trigger release of uh, ACTH and uh, that in turn cause the de- uh, increase in the concentration of cortisol. Uh, too much cortisol, such uh, as the situation your listener uh, is describing, brings on a, a clinical condition uh, commonly known as Cushing's, uh, Cushing's syndrome. Uh, the char- characteristics of Cushing are truncal obesity, uh, striae or stretch marks, muscle wasting, uh, buffalo hump, uh, you know, fat between the uh, shoulder blades, blood sugar problems. Uh, all these are difficult to control without really getting to the bottom of the problem. Uh, uh, this discussion of the different kinds of causes is beyond the scope of the show, but uh, I'd only encourage uh, Ling to uh, seek out medical help for diagnosis and treatment uh, if he's uh, not already done so. Okay. I 
thank you very, very much. I do have to say, I love when Dr. Ross comes on. We all get smarter. Paul and I just sit here and bicker back and forth, and then Dr. Ross comes on, and I feel like the teacher's in the room. Um, we, we always get smarter listening to you. Uh, our next question is from Johnny in Riverside. Is there a specific diet or items of food that I'm able to consume to elevate mood levels when I'm depressed that will help with my constipation? That is a compound question, and I think he just snuck two questions in there. Well, that's fine. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about the depression first. Uh, uh, there, there's, uh, uh, I'm not a uh, uh, food as medicine type of guy. Uh, I think medicine takes three uh, common approaches to uh, the treatment of uh, uh, depression and uh, the first thing we do is we have to identify it, and there are are scales like the I don't know if you've heard of the Beck's Depression Scale or Hamilton Scale, uh, but it looks at the there there are questions that uh, help identify depression, sleeping problems, loss of interest, uh, guilt feelings low energy, inability to concentrate, poor appetite, psychomotor retardation, uh, suicidal thought. Uh, and if the scores add up and we make the diagnosis, uh, then we treat it. Uh, we don't really treat it with food as much as we use antidepressants. Uh, there's 36 different antidepressants out there. Um, we use uh, behavioral therapy, uh, uh, psychotherapy. Uh, uh, th those can help the patient uh, work through their problem. Uh, sometimes it's impossible to work through it, but uh, uh, it, it can give the patient advice and counsel. And the third uh, treatment can, is uh, the can, TMS can treatment. I do want to go into that. Can I interrupt really quickly? This is yes. from Yai from Yai on Twitter. Um, he is not calling someone retarded when he's saying uh, the retardation of that. It means the slowing down. That is correct context and the way it's supposed to be said. So please don't tweet me that. It's okay. He wasn't insulting anyone. Sorry, Dr. Ross. I started getting a couple of tweets. I thought I'd explain that. Well, uh, it, it's uh, just a slowing down. Uh, you know, if it takes you an hour to do something that ordinarily would only take you a half an hour, uh, you know, oh, a slower step. Yeah, I, I understood that. It was just apparently there was a little misunderstanding with the word use. So I wanted to explain that is correct context, not derogatory derogatory usage. Um which I, so I didn't. Scientific we didn't want to step in it. Yeah. Uh, after Kathy Griffin, we don't want anyone else stepping in it. Now, you said that there is uh, the electromagnetic option for depression. Yes, and uh, it's something that uh, almost, you could say, works better than medication. Uh, that's been our findings uh, here in our practice. We... Uh, we have a transcranial magnetic stimulator that we use, uh, and uh, the initial studies showed about a 50% uh, uh, 
cure rate or uh, remission rate, and we found that uh, here in our uh, clinic, we uh, and we've we've now since January uh, had over 15 patients, and our results are uh, what's known in uh, medical circles as scientifically or uh, it's uh, statistically significant. In other words, there's proof that it that it, it really works. So I, I just throw that out as uh, an option for people. Uh, for whom medicine hasn't worked or therapy, uh, and uh, I, I think that's a really, I think that's a really good option. Um, from what I've heard about it, I know my assistant Alexis is interested in doing it. She came up with, uh, she was trying to use chocolate to control her depression, and just take a bite as a mood boost. But she ended up, instead of taking a piece, she'd eat like a bag a day. So she put on like twenty pounds, and then found out. You're not supposed to do that. So I think you have much. Be- you can't eat your feelings. Yeah, apparently she t- kind of misunderstood. Uh-huh. Instead of eating a piece of chocolate, she ate a bag a day. Mm-hmm. So instead of eating that piece, so I think yours may have been a much my better mood, idea. Though. So there is a you know, but it, it's, it's never a good idea to, yeah. to eat. To, yeah, I think she misunderstood, but she's got it's a, hard she's to be got angry the with the habit. Toblerone, you know. It, it is. Really is. It's, it, it is. Um, but she's got the chocolate habit under control now. I. But I like moment that. Moment on so your lips, forever on your hips. <laughs> yeah, moment on your lips, forever on your hips. Yep. Um, but it's definitely. I think that's a much, much better option. That's very, very good. Um, and as to help with constipation, since that's the second half of the question, I don't think anything that will like elevate your mood helps with constipation. I'm not sure how that works. Are you depressed because you're constipated? That's. I'm not sure. Okay, well, the next question. Well, thing that uh, uh, is interesting about TMS is that it does help. Uh, it, it alters the, the gut flora, and in doing so, it can help people lose weight as well, although that's an off-label uh, indication. But it, it's, really? it, it's our, uh, our, our uh, GI, or gastrointestinal system, has its own nervous system, so a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of truth in uh, that, uh, you know, the uh, the uh, psychiatric influences the uh, your weight, and uh, so it was an interesting finding. Um, I like that. But as far as the constipation goes, um, there, uh, I, I would say diet does play a role, uh, and uh, your reader uh, or your listener, Johnny, might want to uh, add fiber, uh, foods high in fiber, fruits and vegetables. Uh, that adds bulk, residue, uh, and it, it, it counteracts the uh, constipation. Fluids as well. Uh, I'd, I'd recommend that you drink an extra glass of water a day because uh, a lot of normal stool is, uh, is water. So... Um, you can you can influence. Uh, you, you don't want to uh, overlook other possible causes of constipation, but the run of the mill constipation. Uh, uh, we we know that uh, things like opiates. Uh, that's a common one that, that I oh, yeah. encounter in practice. So what I'm hearing uh, is, and they have medicines out now like Linzas and. Uh, uh, Mabirtec, I think, is another one that uh, 
specifically block the opiate receptors in the gut, and in that way they can help um, with the constipation. Uh, this is kind of a medical problem that, uh, uh, you know, I can give advice on it, but it should be taken up with the primary care doctor uh, of the patient, things like uh, adrenal gland problems, cortisol problems, uh, uh, mood problems. But uh, I can just give some general counsel, but uh, so a lot of these problems get solved uh, by the primary care doctor. Yeah, and it's, it's true. And then I'm, the next question, because I know we're running short on time, I'm sorry. Um, do any of the foods in the Palm Springs diet help with inflammation? From Michael in Tucson, Arizona. Well, it's not so much the food that's in uh, the Palm Springs diet. It's those foods that are excluded. Uh, Carbohydrates are, uh, simple carbohydrates are thought to have a pro-inflammatory effect, and uh, it's a hot topic in uh, research now, but uh, there's enough evidence to back that up, and uh, of course the Palm Strings diet is the the, uh, anti-carb diet, so... uh, you wouldn't expect to get inflammation if you follow the, uh, you know, the low-carb diet like the Palm Springs diet, uh, which is basically a paleo diet, like our ancestors ate. They, they didn't eat carbs. They they ate, uh, as you know, uh, they were hunter-gatherers. So things that things that could be uh, found out there, caught. Um, no crops, no domesticated animals, but uh, uh, I'd advise uh, uh, Michael to uh, be a modern-day hunter-gatherer and go into the grocery store and look for foods that uh, our ancestors ate. I like that. That's a really good answer. Um, We had a lot of write-ins right now while you're speaking about um, depression and weight gain. So we're getting a lot of questions right now. I'm like tapping and pointing Alexis. Uh, a lot of questions about that. So I would like, if it's okay with you, Dr. Ross, next week to focus on that because that seemed to be something that really hit home with the listeners. Mm-hmm. So I think I'd like a fascinating topic. It's, uh, there's complexity to it, but uh, I think we could get through that and maybe shed some light on it. That I would look be fa- to talking about that. That would be fantastic. So to all you guys writing in, that's what we're going to talk about next week. Next week, uh, we won't take questions. We're just going to have a topic instead. Um, or if Dr. Russ doesn't mind, maybe we can take one or two. But for all of you guys writing in, that's what we'll go into next week. Dr. Russ, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, what you said today hit home like you wouldn't believe because I'm, I'm sitting here looking at Twitter. Um. What was your favorite question of the week? I liked the uh, question about uh, cortisol. Uh, that, that's uh, uh, a good one. And, okay. Uh, it's a special case, but it's, uh, um, it's an important uh, thing to understand. So, number one. Uh, All right. Link. So, Link, 
Ling, uh, Ling, courtesy of Dr. Russ and the Palm Springs Diet, we are going to send you a copy of Dr. Russ's book, The Palm Springs Diet. For everyone else listening that is now bombarding me on Twitter, if you would like your own copy of The Palm Springs Diet, you can go to authorhouse.com, you can go to kennethrussmd.com, and you can go to Amazon and get your own copy of the Palm Springs Diet. It really does work. And next week, I promise we will go into this. Thank you guys so much for writing in. Dr. Russ, thank you so much for being on the show. You're welcome. Thank you, Summer. It's no problem. And I look forward to talking to you next week. Guys, we are going to go to break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking a little about Comic-Con here in Palm Springs. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with Paul Michael Bolin and Dr. Russ. This is Behind the Scenes. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. What defines your success? Is it success in your business? Success in your personal life? Is it more money? Is it meaningful relationships? How about your passion? Listen for Taking Care of Business with host David Wallach. David's guests share their challenges and what they did to overcome them. What if you can let your passion for success lead you to your success? Taking Care of Business is broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. What is your purpose? In the journey that we call life, our values are pre-programmed into us before we're born. During our lives, we pick up life's lessons and soul connections along the way. We explore this path on Soul Sessions with Solstice, featuring hosts Delana Davis and Rita McRae. Our program is designed to help you more confidently live from your heart and not just your head. Tune in live for Soul Sessions with Solstice every Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you a pet parent? If so, you'll want to stay up to date on the latest tech gadgets and advances for your canine or feline friend. With a ton of apps, websites, tech toys, and more, you'll want to be in the know when it comes to the real treasures and the duds. For that information, listen for Pet Lover Geek with host Lorian Clemens. We test and discuss what's hot and what's not on the pet front, so you'll be better informed. Tune in Saturdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day guys, welcome back to Behind the Scenes, I'm your host Summer Helene and we are going to talk a little bit about the Comic Cons, a little bit about Palm Springs, a little bit about Phoenix, but uh, Paul and I were just chatting during the break, we had an interesting experience with uh, somebody write in on Twitter. 
So for those of you listening here on Voice America, you know that this also goes to play on Sirius, bits of a play on 640, and we put it out live on Twitter and Facebook and different places online as it's being recorded. Well, apparently, um, Dr. Russ's use of the word uh, it retarding the uh, intestines seemed to offend some people. So I'm going to let Paul explain <laughs> what that means. I'm throwing Paul under the bus here. That, that is literally how, it, how it's supposed to be used. <laughs> it's been abused a lot in the past. <laughs> this was not one of those times. I mean, you're talking about Dr. Russ, the kind of... Calm the kind down, and people. Calm the <laughs> down. You can say the fuck, Paul. <laughs> yeah. but it was, I have it was, the right to self-censor, okay? Okay, yeah. you can self-censor. Um, but yes, he wasn't insulting anyone. <laughs> um, and I promise, as a doctor, he knows how to use that word. Oh, bunch of freaking snowflakes. Oh, my God. I'm probably going to get tweets from that one. All right. Apparently, <laughs> I feel pretty tough line. Everybody apparently likes me more than you. I still don't understand that, but okay, I'll they, take they it. Do. They do. I, so I, I have good stock here. I can screw with it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you, you're in good standing. You, you can get away <laughs> with it. I think I just keep offending everyone. Um, we are going to welcome to the show my mother, Patty Morris, who I dragged to Comic-Con with me and everywhere else because she is absolutely phenomenal and she gets on the panels with me and she was a gorgeous zombie and you guys can find all of that on social media. Um, <laughs> Patty, mum, person, welcome to the show. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Yeah, so thank you. you welcome just, me to the show. Welcome, welcome. You yes. just missed some interesting stuff. No, I, I came in about him saying he was better than you at something, and I thought, wait a minute, that's my oh, daughter. No. Yeah, I know, but he's right. Everyone does like him better. <laughs> my my uh, liking stock is higher than hers. That's what yeah. she says at the beginning of every the freaking like show. Which I, I don't understand stuff. it, but that's what she says. <laughs> You missed, uh, so so we had a couple of people online challenge uh, Dr. Russ's use of the word retarding the intestines. I think they thought he was insulting people, and so we were kind of having a bit of a giggle over that <laughs> because as a medical professional, he knows how to use it, and it's Dr. Russ. He's the most unassuming person. Yeah, the snowflakes turn into just a bit of a minor blizzard there for, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you missed our little catastrophe for a minute, but he did oh use goodness. it correctly, okay. and he wasn't insulting anyone. Um, he's he's just the nicest man. I'm so surprised. He didn't step um, at it, people. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't. he's he's just he the nicest person. <laughs> you don't expect the doctor to be nice. Uh, every, the doctor's very nice, yeah. but apparently they they thought he was saying someone was retarded when he they were talk, he was talking about things retarding the intestines. Oh, I gotcha. And and there was a little bit of a misunderstanding there, and I just had to have a um a, a little bit of a giggle there. Next, um, next time, tell tell him to use that the intestines are mentally challenged. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> better. Perfect. We're just Good. socially now awkward. Get more writings. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that was very helpful. Um, glad I called you on. So, at Palm Springs Comic Con, um, someone came in with a gun the very first day. Uh, not at Palm Springs, came in with Phoenix a lot Comic-Con. of guns. You mean Phoenix Comic Con on Thursday? Oh, Phoenix Comic Con on Thursday. Paul said yes. he was in a Punisher outfit. Paul. Mm-hmm. Which is that yes. character carries? He de- that character has no superpowers. He just carries a ton of guns. 
Right. He had all his weapons underneath his costume, and he actually got inside. With a bunch of guns. I I hate when people do that and spoil it for everyone else. Were they loaded? But he wasn't very clever. Apparently, he Facebook some information or something, because otherwise, how the heck would anybody know until something happened? So thank God, you know? It did kind of take away a little bit, though, from the props, obviously. We all love our props. You know, I didn't. I usually have a naked lady with a gun. I didn't get my uh, naked lady with a gun. I had to zombify everyone. Yes. Which, by the way, I do have to say, uh, Mum was a zombie and she looked fantastic. And that was because of the Arizona Corpse Crew. They always do oh. an amazing job. Um, Michael Aguirre from the Arizona Corpse Crew does Mum up for the cons and things and she is fantastic she had a cute little bow in her hair and the skin falling off her face we're going to put pictures of that online here and i do want to give a shout out to the people that helped us out for phoenix comic-con real quick um off-road rentals for anyone that wants a free atv ride uh, i would like you to use the correct use of the word retard the intestines in a sentence and send it to me and i'll give you a free ride at off-road rentals oh Adrian and Claire Hair Salon. Um, I get my hair done there by Richie. They do it for all the events. My hair always looks fabulous. You can go there if you want yours to look great. Aloft Phoenix Airport Hotel. We stay there every year. They are fantastic. Scott Haskin, who does the music for the show. I know I love the hotel. Um, They're so wonderful to us. We even get dressed in like their conference rooms. They have everything. It's really great for business. It's really a great business, a great place. Um, Scott Haskin, who does the music for this show he is incredible of course dr russ with the palm springs diet and a whimsical hoot and bespoke glass slippers now i gotta tell you i got a pair of incredible star wars heels um and a pair of avenger heels now pictures of these online i know really 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 incredible you can find both of them on etsy uh, marchingapparel.com does the hats for off-road rentals. We gave out a ton of that. Arizona Corpse Crew, who you all know, I told you Michael Aguirre did a great job. Vivix Printing, who does all of my flyers. And True Rest Floats Bar in Sedona and Las Vegas. I think Mum's in Vegas now going to True Rest Floats Bar. Well, I uh, went to the one in Palm Springs, and I am going to the one in Vegas on Sunday. I have an appointment for two of us. And I'm really looking forward to if you haven't done it, what an incredible experience. It's. Uh, now, I've never floated. What is it like? Oh, my gosh. Well, you have your own private room, and you have a pot in there. And no, they don't put a watermelon beside it to grow another human. You're actually <laughs> in, a, in a, a pot, and they put about 1,200 pounds of Epsom salts in there, if you can imagine. So oh, the biggest rule yeah, because you float in salt water easier than fresh water. Yeah. Well, apparently it takes you to a zero gravity thing, and it really helps your bones, your body, everything. Uh, Isolation chambers, I think they call them out here? It's like that. (laughs) It's it's very much like that, except it's, you know, fun. Um, But, yeah, I I did want to give a shout-out. I know you're doing that. Um, How did you like Palm... How did you like Phoenix... I'm I'm stuck on Palm Springs. Palm Springs Comic Con's coming up. I'm excited. I had a great time in Phoenix. Phoenix is one of my favorites. Um, I go there every single year, and I always have an amazing time working with them and bringing my naked girls. Yes. And I I actually like the merchandising. I'm one of those people, you know? Oh, you're into... Uh, Yeah, I know. You're into the little... All the fun stuff. mm Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Yes. And it well, is. As am I. I think I gave a few of the ones that I didn't want to your kids. You did. You did. They ended up having a really good time. I think you gave a Dragon Ball Z thing to my son, a Pokemon to my daughter. You made their day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I didn't know what to do with them. So. <laughs> well, I've got enough of those things really in my house. Cool you put, you collect all the really cool uh, knickknacks. The little uh, knickknacks are the wrong. I'm now going to get hate mail. Great. Um, hey, I call them brick or brack knickknacks. It's fine. You know. It's uh, right. that. But it was well, it was a great event. I was really I was really upset that somebody brought that gun. That brought the guns. Um, not because yeah. I mean nothing happened. Thank God. Were they loaded? That was the thing. That's that's yes. the question I have been able to find out. I've looked on the yes. internet. Yes. They were. Oh, well loaded. okay. So, um, did he have intention of uh, opening fire? No. Oh, yeah. But in Arizona, half the people oh, he carry. Did, did he Apparently. have the, uh, Pardon That's me? what went on Facebook. That's why they nabbed him. He was going to shoot uh, a security guard on people. Oh, now that I didn't hear. I knew it was that That's like horrifying. Either. Yeah, no, it's scary as hell. And then um, I have never seen Comic-Con so crowded... 250,000 oh, people. So what goes through your mind, you know you can't get out of there in an emergency. There, there's no way in hell. No. So I, you know, it uh, makes you think sometimes, but, you know, these... I hate, I hate spoilers. So I hate that there's always one or two people that want to spoil everything. Yeah, I and know. I'm a definitely a pro-gun guy. This stuff doesn't help. No, it, it makes it it makes it hard, and the reality is, I think I love these events. I really do, and I know we've got like three minutes to a close, guys. But you know, the the nerd inside me loves these events. I love going to them. I love talking at them, and I love the people there. I really do. And we shouldn't stop and doing. Yeah. We we don't need some. We don't need this shit. If if you're unhappy. Seek some counseling. Go on, whisper, smoke a joint, but don't. Yeah, don't do Maybe that. Maybe try to eat your feelings. Literally eat your the feelings. Only time I'll say this. Yeah. Yeah. The, it's the only time it's okay to eat your feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was. It well, was an amazing event. The sixties attitude: make love, not war. I, I I'm right there with you. Uh, yeah, I agree. I'm going with the sixties attitude. Um, I think it was just, it was an incredible event, and I'm sorry that that so overshadowed it. Well, I don't think a lot of people really knew. They didn't really know why they couldn't bring in their um, props, is all. It was on the news. So so they they just got rumors, basically, going on, and everybody had a good, you could see people were having a blast, and the costumes were phenomenal. Just phenomenal. uh, Yeah, I'm still stuck on Wasteland Bowser and Sexy Thor. Those were my two favorites so far. There was a sexy Thor and Wasteland Bowser. Um, oh, and pink Chewbacca. Electric pink <laughs> yeah. Chewbacca. Pink for fleas. He had his head off. His head. That was amazing. Um, how many uh, Thors did you see? I saw a dozen Thors, but I think Deadpool and Wonder Woman. We uh, not, De- not Wonder Woman. Um, I listened Deadpool to the show last week. You guys were having fun playing Spot Harley Quinn. We were. We played Spot Harlequin. That was that was an interesting oh, yes. one. Yes. We yes. played Spot Harlequin. There were a lot of Harleys. There were a lot of Harleys. Um, I think my favorite, really my favorite costume of the entire event, uh, we have one minute, would have been 
the the electric pink Chewbacca just because I'd never seen anything like that and it uh, the pink, uh, pink. Admiral Akbar. Hmm? Yeah, they were all pink. I couldn't believe it myself. Like, you it's know, a pink Star Wars cast, and the uh, there was also a remote controlled R two D two and a remote controlled uh, bad guy from Doctor Who. What was it called? The the, oh, the little the, machine. The, uh, oh, the TARDIS. Not the the, the TARDIS. Yeah, the cars. Wait a minute. Oh, it starts um, with a D. Dalek. 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 You're right. It Dalek. was a Dalek. The remote yeah, controlled Dalek. Dalek. Oh my God! That one woman. She came from um, Blink, which was one of Doctor Who's episodes. Mm-hmm. The costume was frigging perfect. She was a statue, and she was all white. And what yep. what it was, if you blink, they get closer to you. And, and they closer. send you back in time. It was the uh, they yes. time time something. The the angels. Yeah, that was wonderful. All right, guys, we've come to the end of our show. Um, Thank you so much for being on, Mum. I really, really appreciate it. Next week, we are going to have on Christopher Spellman and talk all about the Palm Springs Comic Con. We have uh, Danny Trejo coming on the show. We're going to call him and get that set up. And then we have a whole bunch more. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with Paul Michael Boland and Patty Morris. This was Behind the Scenes. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the Scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.